Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome to D.C. All right, Brother Jackson, it is Burgundy and Gold today. And I have to come to you because you've been in the area. You look at this in a way that I, quite frankly, cannot look at it. Which as. is what? Well, you're you're a, first of all, you're, you've got a level head on your shoulders. <laughs> and that was so funny. No, I don't know. I thought, I mean, there, was I mean, thought there was a joke. Okay, a level okay, go head on right, your right. And you have had an affection and a relationship with this team that's been pretty serious. Yeah. And so I can't sense that. And Eminem, you weren't even born. I mean, you were your parents hadn't even met, okay, when a lot of this stuff got started. And now I feel like every day somebody's taking a shot at you. It's like yeah. I feel like you're getting bullied. And, and sometimes it's kind of funny because Clay – I mean, he's getting—he's having the time of his life. Oh, Cowboy yeah. Clay, yeah. yeah. And and I sit back and I go, I take this stuff. I feel different. I'm not going to be like everybody else on this because I was actually inside that environment. Sure, sure. And sometimes I wonder, am I a little too sensitive towards it? And then I go, well, no, because I really don't relate anything to this group. I don't feel like I've experienced it the way they live it, and the way they go by it. Dude, every day there's another top story out. Yes. That has a negative connotation towards the team that I'm rooting for. Right. And at what point does this stop? Or does it get old? How do you deal with this? That's a you know, to me, this is just again another reminder of you know, the last two plus decades of of the owner, Dan Snyder. I mean, this is what it is, right? Because you're talking about things that have not been addressed. You know, you you can talk about you know, oh, well, they were stuck with this or stuck with that. But, I mean, again, he had 24 years to fix all this stuff. And now they've been going, you know, trying to fix some things. And you're still in dead last. I mean, F minus? Like I said this to you yesterday, I didn't think there was such a grade as an F minus in anything. 1972 when George it's incredible, Allen built right? the facility, they were number one. Yeah. George had a – he was a football guy. When I hear everybody talking about football, that was George Allen. Sure. And they were – and, and all I hear about under the Snyder regime is that what they are re, replacing or fixing or upgrading, but yet it's like a job that never gets completed. Right. And I go from day one, well, what was the original plan 
when you bought it, you had to have a plan. Maybe right. you evaluated it. You wouldn't buy a property without a walkthrough. Wait, wait, look, I get now that they're you know lowest of the low in revenue. We've talked about this season yeah. ticket holder, stadium, blah yeah. blah blah. What but, aren't they last place? Right. The better question is. What are they not in last place? Well, in? here's what I'm trying to figure out, and this this is where you know again this we need like a guy to go through the books and explain it all to us. But you know what happened in the era where, and there was a stretch where Gibbs was here, and then obviously you know there was a dip, but then RG three, you know, and that that you're talking two thousand, right, two ten into two on that in that area, like you know Gibbs right. came in twenty was it two thousand six through uh, nine or whatever it was right um, at that point the second time and they had like the biggest stadium ever right like there's like nine ninety two ninety four thousand right yeah. like where did that the oh, you mean, profits, that money go right where because that's the money you keep right because that's the money back then that was not shared you know it didn't have to be shared it was like your own okay. profits you're getting all the remember then people weren't scared to actually advertise with you. Um, back then, you know, you had yeah, like corporate sellouts. Yeah, corporate yeah. sellouts still, and all these, and all this, the money that you get to keep, and then you can just the only thing you can draw to the conclusion from it is it was obviously just used for his own personal health and wasn't kicked back into the actual organization into you know fixing the stadium. I don't know, maybe trying to develop outside of the stadium would have been a nice nice touch at some point uh, with maybe some cooperation from the county, but you know there was never a great relationship built there. I, I don't know. It just kind of blows me away. How you had that period? It was oh four, you know, oh seven again when the stadium got bigger, 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 and then of course, then after that, several years after that, it was just like all right, shrinking it, shrinking it, shrinking it, tarping, tarping, you know, to the point where it's Jackson, you know, now you're begging people to come. I lived through a period of time where they would bring all the VIPs out on the stadium. If you were on the sidelines, there was mud. There was about uh, three, four inches of mud. Right. This is when the field was. This is going to crap. The right. field was going to crap. Yep. Yep. And I spoke to the yeah. owner yeah. and suggested turf or what, what some idea. I said, yeah, yeah. look, do you realize you're bringing your richest, most prosperous people out? Yeah. The women are wearing pumps and, and, yeah. and, and boots, and there's mud. They fixed it right to that degree. But you could tell then that the way the water was running off yeah, of it. Yeah, like, it was there something was below it. was a problem. Yeah. yeah, there was a problem. Now, to say, I'll say this, and, I, and this wasn't part of the survey. The actual playing surface now mm-hmm. at FedEx Field is very good. Oh, the play, the practice facility, they yeah. finally fixed it. And that's good as well. It took them a decade. Yeah, now that as well. As well. Now, yeah. look, it's not big. It's not, as we discussed yesterday, some of these other places. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have Fred Smoot on it at two. You know, he was part of this franchise and Minnesota, who is number one at everything. Yeah, which is interesting. And then maybe you say, well, they'd have to be because they're in freaking Minnesota. Who else would go there? It's freezing cold. But whatever. I don't know. I mean, but whatever it is, they're pumping the money back into the program, which you got to respect. But I'll say this: all this and it's salacious and it's oh my god, it's just again another thing to throw in the pile uh, that you know just continues to build up against uh, this owner and this franchise. But I'll say this. All that being said, and we talk, I talked to you yesterday. We talked the stories about doing the combine there, when people would say, "Hey, you know, Art Mark, my college gym's better than this or whatever." And these weren't players, too. right? Not a big surprise. Yeah. But there were two guys in the last three off seasons or two off seasons that uh, played at the top colleges in terms of facilities. I top would say five in the world. Yeah, Alabama and Ohio State, and they yeah. both resigned to play here. Yeah. So this is uh, maybe this is what we would call, or what what Ron would call. Interesting, Interesting, but yeah. not maybe, maybe important. important yeah. I, you know, again, because I think money talks, right? At yeah. the end of the day, not everybody can go play in Minnesota or go play in Dallas or one of these top five teams. So you're still going to get players. Uh, I guess if it's a tie on the money or whatever, the facilities, and you know, this is where you would lose. I guess that's where it would come down to. 
but it doesn't reflect well. I mean, you hate to you, you hate to hear it. I don't know if it's going to change much until obviously the the keys get handed over to somebody else who has to come in here. And this also maybe if you're one of these guys who the key is handed over to, now you're looking at this going, great. So you mean to tell me because they don't know, right? Unless you know the one guy did tour Denver, Harris, right, Josh Harris. So he has an idea of what Denver looks like compared to here, which he bid on. So maybe that's why his number's not as high as they want it to be because he goes, no, wait a minute, I'm going to have to pump in money not only for a brand new stadium. But the facility, oh, yeah. practice facility is bad. And before I can get all that done, I'm going to have to fix this like facility. Like buying a house, man. Yeah. Like, so they're you got to get a report of yeah. septic. They're all banking it in. septic field in there, I want to go when's the last time it was checked. Right. I got to go and look at the plat and figure out where's my right. property lines. And if you're not an expert at that, you get somebody that is. Everybody has done this before. Most people are blinded by the idea that it couldn't possibly be this bad. No, you're wrong. And this is, again, players. This isn't this some is media play- poll or no, just some players, fan, players, hater, again, The guys you mentioned, thing. a lot of them t- took a pay cut to come to the NFL. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's, it's, it, is, it is like, in the end, uh, and I walked in on uh, Medhurst and Russell, and Pete asked a question. I go, in our days, I mean, the locker room, the waiting room was as big as the studio. <laughs> right, right. Time, and they were still pro football. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was not, and Nebraska had such influence on college football. Right. And we had hired UCLA, the strength coach from Nebraska, so they put a lot of money into that. Bottom line to it is that it's a zero factor to me because what's new? I wonder, what are the board, the owners association, do they not vet their own? And it took the NFLPA to come out with this. Now, better late than never. But I don't understand how a guy can fail in so many categories and the league itself not vote him out. Why <laughs> right. do they allow it to happen? Right, right. And what does it make it sound like he feels like he's got stuff on them? Why are they afraid of him? How can a guy grade so low in so many categories and still have a franchise? No doubt. I mean, again, there was the story – probably, what, two months ago, that there was um, some fear that, you know, he was going to go nuclear on some of these guys, right? He had some info, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you wonder. I mean, why not? Now, finally, we did see the story yesterday, report from the AP, that the pre-meeting prior to the owner's meeting at the end of the month, it is one of the topics is, you know, do we vote this guy out? We're going to talk about his... His state, you know, like what to do with him. I could have done this four years ago. I could have done a lot of times. Yeah, this There's been a lot new. of, you know, forks in a row where you yeah, could have. And look at all the stuff. That, now here's the thing I find humorous is I've been listening to stations mm-hmm. since this was dropped. Yep. You know how much money they put in here in the last five years? They've redone a lot of things. It right. was worse than it, it after the report. Right. Because granted, this report is just on last year. Right. Suppose they'd have done it three years ago. Oof. There was a time they didn't have those cold tubs. There are a lot of things they didn't have. They, they had redone none of the it. locker yeah. room. Right. They've redone a lot. The kitchen, it's like three million. Yeah. And how about Arizona? They're it, my favorite because oh, they charge, you the charge your players. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was in Cincinnati. Yeah. This was an upgrade. Theirs was the worst. People still go there, right? And there's and they're among the worst as well. And they're obviously pretty good still. Yeah. Needless to say, I mean, again, good. the Chiefs did not score well. Uh, you know, it's it, it isn't all. And what the funny part about all this is, is there's some successful franchises, you know, again, Super Bowl champions that are among the worst uh, in, in these rankings. So it's not just solely based yeah. on like if you don't have these things done right, you can't win because 
again, you look at some of the top teams, like, you know, the well, Raiders. Dallas has everything. Like, the Raiders are there. They don't win. Miami's high. And the Cowboys. They uh, got everything. Yeah. They're A and everything. Miami got A's across the board. Yeah. What the hell's their problem? I mean, yeah. Houston Texans rank fourth in the entire survey. <laughs> they had top ten grades in every category, and they've been terrible for several seasons. Get Charles Mann on and ask him about the difference. And he won here and was decorated here. Yeah. And and get him to talk to you about the 49er experience. As anybody that's gone to San Francisco, sure. get anybody. They they're it. They know how to treat people and treat your family. When your family gets an F, and you're talking about how how it's so embarrassing to know that it may be true. That's the sad part about it. And people have been notified, but you got a new administration every 18 months. That's a problem. And Everybody's, this was hard for them to yeah. get a grip. Because they get they get they get they get blindsided, because and half of them are twenty one years old, so they haven't been around on Earth long enough to kind of get a grasp for this. There should always be a layer in terms of age groups and you know gender, men and women, adults and youth. You need to kind of blend this up. It seems like they've never had their own town hall meeting. That's the part that pisses me off beyond any magic. All you had to do from day one was just ask a few people who've been around here more than 20 years, and you could have had half this nailed. Yeah, but, you know, that's a problem when you're constantly starting over and then, you know. No, you're kissing the behinds of your friends. Yeah. And you're bringing all your friends on board and because you don't have to have the truth because the guy at the top doesn't know, and you know he doesn't know. There's no better feeling to be interviewed by an idiot and know he's an idiot and he's paying you. So you just shut your mouth and you go about and you pick up your clip your checks and act like you're shocked when this kind of stuff comes out. And again, what's wild is you hear over these last couple seasons how much better things have improved for the better. But yet again, you see the F minus on your report card. That's how bad it was. And that, yeah. that's my point. Yeah, it's crazy. And 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 again, <clears throat> I'm not speaking from somebody <clears throat> that wasn't inside the facility. Yeah. I was inside the facility. Right, right. So the thing that always used to blow my mind from the first time I went in there was then Donnie Warren was at the time to hit the scouting deal, and I look at they were in cubicles. So the football people were crammed in cubicles, and the executive offices. Like Jaja Gabor. <laughs> like they had hot tubs. I mean, it was just. Yeah. And they I finally kept thinking, flipped a lot of that stuff, thankfully. Yeah. No, and they had the whole yeah. view of the practice. Well, facility. that makes sense, right? Why would you want your coaches or your scouts to watch? So it? your scouts couldn't see practice, <laughs> but all your all your hey. your bishops well, and the, your. The scouts are out in the field, kings, right? They're on the field. So yeah, they got these offices 10,000 yeah. <laughs> square feet. And I'm thinking to myself, they don't have their priorities in order. Right, but here when Mike Shanahan got on board, yeah. I thought, okay, yeah. he at least knows how it's done because he did it. And when I saw that they buffaloed him, and they gave him the serum, and 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 seduced him, I thought, wow, he didn't change any of it. Okay, and and the Kings, but he's the one these, who got the bubble done, right, Mike? Well, he did get that. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that and to his credit. Because they were going to the airport. Yeah, or LA Fitness, right? Or LA, I'm just telling you. You think this is. Or, funny, or, yeah, no, it was Lifetime Fitness. Like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is the truth. Nice place, but you know, I shouldn't have a football truth. team there. 
And now you find out, but yeah, but you didn't mention about the aircraft and the marketing yeah. and the yachts. <laughs> and I'm not, look, I don't hate on success, man. Go right. get, do your thing. I'd be embarrassed if I was in anything and I'd never been to the NFC championships. When you have owners' meetings, I'd call in sick. How do you show your face year after year after year being a doormat? And that to me, I, I couldn't do it. I'm way too competitive. I just couldn't do it. And they walk up in there with an arrogance that's beyond anything I've ever can imagine. And this is your report card? And again, there'll be no kickback from this because right. there's nothing will be done. Nothing will happen. Well, I think uh, it was a J.C. Treader, who was the NFLPA president, said, look, these guys are shameless. We don't necessarily think anything's going to come of it. No, we just want, thought it was important to get it out there. We're talking player safety and health and all this stuff yeah, all these years. Okay. But there are some fascinating little things, you know, besides, you know, the, the commander's terrible grade that you see around the league when it comes to uh, some of the stuff. You mentioned the Arizona Cardinals charging players. I love that. Uh, food. Oh, and I even though the that. commander's food didn't rate that high, they are, the, they are the only team, I believe, that actually gives you dinner if you want it. And, I, and again... I thought they'd do a hell of a job back there preparing three or four alternative meals. They yeah. don't force you to eat steak. They give you steak, right. chicken, turkey. They give you alternative. I thought they'd do a hell of a job. But again, I've only been in their facility. Right. And a lot of people have not been in that many facilities. Based on what we had, and that's a brown paper bag, unless we won, at least with Gibbs, we get treats if we won. I think that's the way it always be. That's why I speak the way I speak. Because we only got it if we won. If we didn't win, you got nothing. <laughs> okay? To me, that's the way it ought to be. These guys get licked from head to toe, win, lose, or tie. So they don't know what difference. What 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 motivates them? I, I, I'm at a loss. It's wild. Uh, one of the things, though, that's interesting um, and, and probably important uh, is where they did score highly. We'll get to that. And, again, some of the other – fascinating parts of this from some of the other teams around the league I want to get to. And at some point, we'll hit some calls today. Uh, I didn't get to do much of that yesterday. Uh, plus, uh, Martin Mayhew, a little bit more expansive on Sam Howell. He spoke. He spoke. Uh, yeah, he did speak yesterday. We'll get to yeah. that. Um, and obviously, Fred Smoot, the mouth of the South Dude. at 2 o'clock, will be with us here Can on he Burgundy this? Gold today. We'll ask him about that, the the great stuff. And I want to get his thoughts. On that. He loves the Combine. I mean, he's... He's a college football nut, right? Like this what, is, is he, what is there to love about it? Well, I mean, it's just because it starts the draft discussion. You know what I mean? Heavy. He's, uh, Fred has his own board. Like It's in his head, so it kind of swirls around a little bit. But I don't know if it's really in order. But he'll, I, get, I guarantee you'll have at least three to four corners. I know every year he three throws to four this corners out, but, but again, yeah. is he with Chan? I mean, what, what yeah. board does he do? He does his own board. He's like his Fred board. Oh, okay. So we'll get to All that right. coming up uh, in the 2 o'clock hour, but more on this uh, NFLPA uh, report cards uh, that had the commanders at F- minus on the uh, working conditions and things that players care about, treatment of family, weight rooms, nutrition, etc. We'll get to it straight ahead here. It's Burgundy Gold today, Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, back here on Burgundy and Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We've been talking about this uh, NFLPA rankings for working conditions, the the report cards that came out yesterday towards the latter part of the show, if you missed that. Uh, so we're kind of recapping it now. What does it mean, right? Like, all right, it's it's headline-ish. It's, uh, it's embarrassing, certainly. I'm sure Ron Rivera is not excited to see this. The guys put a lot of pride into changing the culture, but you're still seeing this survey from 1,300 players saying that you've got F-minus facilities and F-minus services. I mean, I can't make you feel good, even though some of the stuff may be out of your your control, but, you know, it's part of the people you came to work for, and, um, you know, you thought you were making progress, and you see this. This can't feel great. Um, the commanders, again, ranked 18th for food service. Um only 59% of uh, Washington players who responded said they felt there was enough room in the team's cafeteria. Commander's athletic training room received one of the lowest marks in the league. Majority of Washington players who participated said they did not think they had enough athletic trainers or th- physical therapists. And many reported the lack of space in hot tubs and cold tubs. And most concerning, many players reported they didn't want to do rehab there. Um, so that's not good. Obviously, you've had a change in the training staff. Ryan Vermillion. Uh, you know, was is gone FBI. after after the FBI raid. Um, you have you know for a while they had interns and Bubba Tire came out of retirement yeah. and the Capitals former trainer Greg Smith was helping out. Then they hired Al Bellamy in April of last year, and they have now three assistant trainers as well as a director of rehab, a physical therapist, and a full time clinical psychologist. 
They've added a lot. Amen. And that just happened. She's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's uh, it's not like any of their staff haven't been associated with other pro teams. Sure. So you knew that. When Ron came here to get interviewed, he saw it. You had to see it. Right. And they've changed a lot of the and buildings. They've done since a then. lot of good. No, no, no. Yeah, they've yeah. taken steps. Yeah. The building's fixed. But he can't control, only control so much. I told you from day one, and I get all of this starts at the head of it. Yeah. From day one, whenever Dan bought it, that initial group he was with on the football side advising him should all be executed. <laughs> because clearly he didn't know. And they, they gave him recommendations. And it well, ended up with the football people all being in little cubicles and all the big shots having palatial estates and hot tubs in their offices. I think okay, yeah. the one of the guys that that, that uh, helped steer his mindset on a lot of things is now in radio like we are. <laughs> you know. Anyway. And you know that he had no chance. Aropko and another guy. Anyway, uh, Vikings and Dolphins received A grades across the board from players. Rank as the top teams in the league. The Vegas Raiders were not far behind. B+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um some of the most successful teams, though, were some of the worst working conditions. Chiefs, 29th. Mm-hmm. Lowest mark in the league for athletic training. Oh, Bengals, 27th in an F-minus grade for their nutritional offerings. Well, okay, that's what's the good. only team that reported not to provide supplements to players is the Bengals. <laughs> Nothing surprised me. I don't know. Maybe it's a philosophical thing. Maybe they think supplements are bad for you. I don't know. It's wild. So there's, there's all this, you know, again, there's a lot of this stuff that's out there. Uh, you know, now this information. Again, I don't know what's going to happen with it. You know, our team's going to uh, fix things because of this. Here's what the commander's spokesperson released yesterday. Player health and safety is our top priority, and we continue to invest in our facility, including new practice field, new turf in the practice bubble. They've and, done that. And increased meeting spaces. They've done. I'm telling you what. Yeah. Their field, both of their fields. See, here's what they held know up well through a lot of weather conditions yeah, this year. Yeah, you know, it just took them 20 years. Granted, but yeah. they finally got the major flaying surface right, right, and it just kind shows you that you're swimming in the wrong pool. Whenever the key necessities mm-hmm. for the sport are the last priorities, the fields on both of them, the practice field they had to redo, the home game field, the parking, the way the the people who cover them, they make them walk through mud. To get through them, these whole th- and um, you can you and no, I'm not making it up. Yeah, it's a serious. Thing. Well, there's staff that actually have to park out in that field. Like I it's not just people rolling in for camp days or mini camps or media. It's it's actually their foundation. Yeah. Most of their bright and smartest people, they put them over in a hut, and if it's raining or snowing, they make women walk through over there to get. They can't even connect buildings. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. And I go, well, they're not a part of a separate federation. They're part of the National Football League. Correct. Of the National Football League hierarchy, are they not checking out the people they sell teams to? Well, and listen, this is one of the reasons why it is so important for them to get the stadium done. Uh, they do need a Because facility. they want to do similar to what Dallas has with the star. Now, I've also heard recently, I don't know if you've heard this, that you know the idea that it all has to be in one place may be, may be that, that kind of may, may be modified. Maybe you just have the stadium in one place, right? Then you have the practice facility somewhere else, and maybe even your corporate offices somewhere else. So there's some discussion that maybe this way you can touch all three, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, in three different things. Well, I'm, again, I'm, I'm for – I want all the paperwork people away from the football operation. 
Yeah. I don't even want I don't even want the owner to be I, I just think the more you combine it, the worse results you get. Because people are showing them off like it's a hey, come look at my new this and new that. Yeah. They don't get it. They just don't understand the process. And then maybe they never will. All right, more from this commander statement says we know there is more to do, and we regularly talk with our players about ways to improve work environment experiences for their families. So, uh, look, I don't think this is going to be a story, despite what you may have heard elsewhere, that is going to deter free agents from coming here. Because more importantly, I just don't think they have any money <laughs> to spend on free agents. That's going to be the real story, is they don't have a budget uh, uh, equipped to go out and get big free agents. And again, that might not be the worst thing in the world, uh, based on the past evaluations uh, with big-time free agents. Done better with the lesser stuff. Mm. You know, but I, I don't, again. How about a standard, though? I don't see it as being one of those things. I just think it's an embarrassing thing. It's something they need to work on. Again, you had two of your best players resign here in the last two off-seasons, so money still talks. And th- these guys came, they didn't come from small schools, you know, in Division three level schools. They came from the big guys. This is an Alabama player and obviously an Ohio State player. So they've seen what it's supposed to look like. And know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, but... Cash, cash is king. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> cash yeah. is king, and people say, "Well, how are we going to track free agents?" Right. The same way they did back in. Remember when Clinton got here? Yeah, originally. Yeah. What did he talk about? Pockets. Pockets. Yeah. Okay. The facilities were worse then. Yeah, they were. You know, and so it's 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 always been a cash game, and we're going to have a man on Fred Smoot who's an insider. Yeah. He's actually been inside the Royal Palace. He's been in both. Yeah. yeah. Been here and there. So. Yeah. He'll have a good feel for it. Uh, yeah, I just I just think, again, this is more, to me, this is more about the way the ownership decided back when they're profitable. And I know now is different. But back yeah. when they had money and yeah. they could have been doing these things and they had all the extra rolling in and everybody right. was getting fat and rich. No, it went another way. They, it, didn't, it, they it, didn't do it. It, it I mean, never made it to Yeah, the they never invested in the organization, mm-hmm. the people in the organization, no. more importantly, right? No. Instead, it was, you know. No, they talked to the Throwing people game. out the window. Yeah, but no. And they have helped a lot of entities yeah. and charities. They have done, now let me tell you what, the foundation, the charitable foundation, have done some fantastic things. Yeah. You know, they have done right. some, they, 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 even through this, Sure, there have been some really some bright notes. But the funny part about this is that from a football standpoint, I, that's why part of me, I, I'm pleased that the Chiefs are there. Right. Otherwise, they'd have said, right. "This is war you're doing." This got a damn thing to do with it. Yeah, that. and the Bengals. Yeah, and the Bengals. This I mean, is there's, about there's good teams in the yeah, bottom of this yeah. poll. You I mean, lose yeah. when you're not together in your coaching staff and your evaluators. You pick the wrong people and you don't allow people to do what they do best. That's your job as a coach to put my best in a position to prove to everybody what they're good at. Yeah, no doubt. I again. We'll see if anything comes out of this. And again, a lot of these things, this is just another. I think the bigger concern about something like this is for the prospective buyers. You know, because I think this just, if they didn't know, I mean, I think some of them are smart enough to know. But but if you're one of these newer guys who hasn't seen at what an NFL facility is supposed to look like and this is your first experience. Hey, brother. And you're like, whoa. Okay. You know what I call this? This is a knockdown. I'm buying in McLean, Potomac. Yeah, right, right. I just knock it down. Right, you buying dirt, right? Yeah, I don't give a damn about your design because yeah. I don't trust you anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they knew that they were going to have to build at least a stadium, but now this is just the wake up. If you thought you could get away with doing this, you, either that or you're going to totally reimagine it. Watch somehow. what happens when yeah. somebody buys this. Watch what they do. Right. I'm predicting scorched earth. 
Yeah, I think so too. I mean, and I think at a lot of levels, you know, not just facilities and, you know, where you look at it. I mean, you know, the Sean Payton stuff is pretty revealing. Because if you really were going to blow yourself into believing that everybody thinks, hey, yeah, this is definitely everybody from the outside knows this head in the right direction. You know, hey, they got it going right. Mm-hmm. But then to hear somebody who is about to spend billions is going to pay a coach what they would have had to pay Sean Payton was thinking, hey, what do you think? Would you come along with us? Because we're, we're, we want to do this. We want to do it in a big way. And if you're on that staff, if that's not a wake-up call for you, I don't know what is. Well, that's the most – it's either the best – of the worst news I've heard all year. We'll determine what that is, but that right. was an eye-opener. Sure. Notice how very little has been said about it? Oh, yeah. That's how you know it's yeah. real. Yeah, They <laughs> yeah. don't want to deal with that. No. Even Mr. Talk a mile, my, at a mile a minute and said nothing about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he may have said something if you ever see Sean. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks a lot, you know. Did you really need to share that? I mean, jeez, yeah. thanks. Yeah, that was interesting. They'll usually see coaches run each other over like that. No, you uh, don't. While they're there still working, there is a code. There is a bit of a code. a code. Yeah, man. there's a bit of a code, yeah, right? It's a code and that yeah. code is out the window. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, if you want to get in on the phone lines and all this, what, what do you make of? You think it's a big deal? Maybe you don't. Uh, maybe maybe you think it's huge. Maybe you don't think it's huge. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Cowboy Don. Or is it more like just again on the pile of the? This is why Dan needs to go list uh, for you. Uh, have I heard from who? Have you heard from Cowboy Don? I, I'll be honest with you. I couldn't no, tell No, all you. kidding aside. No, dead serious. I haven't heard from you. I get years. worried because I'm yeah. thinking car accident, stroke. Yeah. I mean, something like that because. I haven't heard from him in a long time. I mean, since they got dump trucked yeah. out of the playoff, I have not heard from him. Yeah. Okay. No, I have not either. So, but, you know, that's not, it's not uncommon a lot of these guys go in hibernation when the season's over. You know, that's a good way to look at it. You know, when it when it goes bad. Clay is calling me. I mean, he yeah, is, they just stick. He's camp. having so much fun with this because we're really we're like a disaster zone. No doubt, no doubt, it is really just like a volcano, an earthquake, <laughs> whichever you want to call it. We're always in the midst of something. Yeah, no doubt. Because even the you know we're thinking okay maybe get a slow uh, you know this stuff will slow down all the. Bad stuff's been put out lately, you know. It'll, it'll be the end of it for a while, and then, yeah. no, not so Thank much. Thank God for the enemy. Right? That's a, remember how good that felt? Yeah, it was a week ago, it's right? It's only been a week, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden we've been Gatling gunned, you know, since then. I mean, no, we're no. getting bombarded. No, there's there's something every day. Twenty again, news three sixty twenty four seven three sixty five. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine. If you want to jump in on it, you can do so with us here on Burgundy Gold today. Come back. Uh, very interesting uh, story for you collectors out there. I want to get to this with Doc and uh, one of the all time greats is cashing in um, just because he wore something. We'll get to it straight ahead here on Burgundy Gold today. Team Nine streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. Burgundy and gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Eminem. We go to Twitter. We're toothpick. Says uh, Doc and Jack, the U.S. Air Force has to be the smartest service branch. When they build a new facility, they start taking care of the family and service members' needs. When they need additional monies, they have to go before the government. They need the monies for runways, while other branches need monies for swimming pools. Who do you think gets the money for their projects? Yeah, mm-hmm. good point. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things about this that, uh, you know, it's different. It's a different business. It's a, uh, you know, guys are, 
Chiefs, again, they're they're winning Super Bowls. Where the hell is their money going? In old school. Yeah, I mean, they're old school, you know, everybody's like, oh, the Hunt family, and they're you know, a revered group. I mean, this is not just this franchise. This one just happens to be the F-minus one. But it's it's a few of them that have not done it the right way. And you know, now you could say it makes sense because of the things they don't have revenue-wise. But, boy, there was a time not that long ago when they were rolling in it, and obviously they weren't putting it back in the product, which is a shame. Well, you'd like to think that the Yankees and the Dodgers and, and, the, and the Cowboys and all these people, when they don't. Even the people who spend lavishly and do all that stuff, it, it doesn't translate that to, I mm-hmm. think, where you were going with the Combine. There's another thing. It, it looks good. It doesn't translate into necessarily winning. Right. Because the team with the fastest or players that jump the highest and lift the strongest, it just doesn't. Translating to winning. So you get, well, why do they do it? Well, it's a television. To me, it's a TV project. They make money. Oh, absolutely. Um, by the way, I want to throw this in there before we get to the phones at 301 I saw this story, I guess it was uh, late yesterday, or it was early today, rather. The jersey worn by Joe Montana in two Super Bowl victories by the 49ers sold for $1.212 million. Uh, with buyer's premium obliterating the record paid for a jersey at an auction. Previous record was uh, 480000 paid for the 2021 Buccaneers jersey of Tom Brady. Um, but, you know, the thing that jumped out is, I mean, that not just the sheer money, that it was three times more, but he wore it in two Super Bowls. Most of these guys, they wear the jersey once, and then they got it, it's already been off to whatever, right? And then there's a, a, another set for the next game. The fact that he wore these in two Super Bowls, I think they were a bunch of years apart, too, is pretty hilarious that it's the exact same jersey. jersey, I mean, really, I mean, unless unless they were tearaways, there's no reason not to to do it. But, I mean, so much has changed now where gear is such a popular item. You know, football gear wasn't always a popular. Baseball, the card, and they were, not football. A lot of these things have, you know, have flat out evolved just like the Super Bowl. If you've been to the star, B. Mitch was talking about it today on on his gig, B. Mitch and Finley, that he did a speaking gig. He was down in Dallas. He got to go by the star. Calvin Hill first told me about it. It, it, He lit up. Calvin Hill's a world-class athlete, a guy who's been around everything. It's I've never seen it, but it is spectacular. Well, when they did the hard knocks thing a few Mm -hmm. seasons ago, that Jerome went through it, I was like, wow, my jaw hit the floor. It was amazing. Yeah, it's sick. Absolutely amazing. It's like the stadium. Yeah, and, and it's, again, separated. They're not in the same place. No, no, two One's different in, components. Yeah, two different places. It's two different cities. And it's two different cities, and it does great for them. And, look, I don't know if they'll build, a, build anything to the scale of that. I was surprised to see how poor the Patriots did, by the way, in this thing. I haven't even talked about that yet. That kind of blew me away how bad the Patriots scored um, on this report card thing, which is shocking. Well, see, the only thing is why it didn't kill me, because the way Barcells – all those guys know that it ain't the facility. True. That does it. The Giants deal couldn't have been there. Two different locations. You had right. to walk to a buck. They understand that they don't even draft that well and they can still win. Right. So for them, it's all about indoctrination. Well, their training staff got an A, yeah. um, but their their team travel and it seems to be kind of a, a recurring theme. Everybody's team travel gets crapped on here. D minus or D plus rather. Yeah. Uh, their um, their weight room got a D. Uh, their treatment of families got a C minus. That didn't surprise me after watching Tom Not first time. <laughs> uh, food service nutrition was a B. 
Uh, weight room, though, like I said, D. Strength coaches, B+. Plus. Uh, training staff got an A, though. Training room, though, got a C-. minus. But I thought that was a big place. What is it, like Patriot World or whatever they call it over there, right? Yeah, Patriot Place. I mean, Patriot Place. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was yeah, supposed to be a state-of-the-art. I mean, how you can, a facility, you knew when Tom was trying to bring his own person in. Yeah. That told you they weren't state-of-the-art. They were just good. Mm-hmm. But again, it's the facility. You know, it goes back to old school free weights versus, you know, the uh, when the bar, universal bar and all these things would come out. Old school. Are you going free? Are you? I mean, she so yeah. that that doesn't necessarily mean who wins. All of those things are window dressing. You know, remember, I know you heard about the Nebraska weight room. Sure, it's a big deal. And holding the corn hustle going. You know, yeah. You said we hired that guy. Went to it. So everybody has them. Sometimes these coddling these college kids now, Clemson. You got to build a whole new facility to get some eighteen-year-old brat to go to your school and then miss half his classes, and then leave early <laughs> a year, and then leaves early for a year. I'll ask you a question. Chris Naki asked me last year. I think we we're doing a show together. This is a great question. The Chris Naki, the coach, co- former Naki. coach Naki, or ex-coach no, coach as he calls Naki. himself now. Anyway, is a good question. Would you rather have big donor, okay, come to college, say, hey, I got 25 mil or whatever the hell the number would be, right? right. I'm going to give it to you for such and such facility, or would you rather them say, I'm going to put it in an NIL program or a collective to help you get players? Because I, I would say it's probably the latter. I think now it's the collective NIL world. More, more, Not to say you shouldn't have good facilities, but I think that's more just like pro sports. That's going to be the attraction. It's going to be the cold, hard cash. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you. But I will say that the Blue Bloods have been doing – they've been having their NIL for the last 30 years. Well, yeah, that's a little something different, yeah. Everybody else just caught it. I mean, come on. This but is now no, you can yeah. actually name it yeah, you can and you can it. advertise it. Do you know how many indoor facilities Michigan has? Two. Um, that's it. You know how many Penn State has? Bubbles? Two. Ohio State. All the big boys are working on their third. Yeah. With some people – you know, and God forbid, but I think Maryland finally got theirs done. You know, and it took the time you could grow an elephant. It's just, it's why when Mike Loxley, he's pushing a boulder up a hill and he's yeah. getting it done. He's getting it done. But it takes, they say, a village in some areas and other places just needs one guy. The richest guy in the world right. happens to be an alum. So That's it, what you need, exactly. Texas A&M, and it shows you. Who had more money than A&M two years ago? Nobody. Yeah. And how'd, now, they, how'd they work for them on the field? They right. They, they're putting all this money in it, and they're yeah. not getting they the number return. one recruiting class. Yeah. Oh, well, we got this. We got that. And they stink. Didn't work. Didn't all work. Right. All right. Let's see phones. what's going on let's with the phones. most intelligent group of listeners for the next three hours in America. Jonesy, welcome. Doc, what's happening, man? Hey, Ace Guy, how you feeling? What's up, Jones? Just listening to this stuff, man, makes me just feel about as gray as the day look out here. <laughs> I mean, we've been actually on that Lindsey Barn for over 20 years, as Brian Mitchell would say. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we last class in the facilities, last class in winning, what, picking the players at, at a certain point nowadays. It's just terrible. I mean, this is the reason why. We 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 need that new ownership to take place yesterday. Now I mean, <laughs> each day we have some terrible news. Whether it's just uh, 
just sounding terrible or, or, or looking terrible. I mean, it's the big stink on the wall nowadays. I mean, yeah, Jimmy Kimball said it the best, man, back here in, I want to say, about 2003. How could a well-respected franchise be bought by somebody who would actually take this franchise down the toilet? Oh, my God. It, what would Jack think if he was living this day and time, fellas? Y- y'all tell me. I don't know. I mean, you know. And it's, I, I just don't know. I just, I'm just hoping for a day that where though we can put that cap on our head and walk around, you know, once again with a little respect. Hello. Hashtag new owner. With that being said, fellas, I'm going to hang up and listen. Thank you, Jonesy. No? Fair? All fair? I mean, you're right. It needed to happen yesterday. I can understand you don't have ping pong tables or pool tables right. in your locker room. But the Bengals, who are my absolute poster, they're my poster children. Yeah. They don't give you nutritional supplements. <laughs> and they don't give you vitamins. <laughs> maybe they don't believe in them. In a game that's – no, it's just the idea of reality. Well, maybe they maybe they have a study that shows that they're really not that impactful for yeah, the players. I mean, it, it could be. But it's also still home of the big red machine. Yeah. And we know they were juiced up. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. They had, uh, they, yeah, they had uh, Come on, leaded coffee, they I believe. Had, they had it going. The Bengals didn't have an indoor practice facility until last season. Yeah, they no, were worse they than the commanders. Yeah. They were worse. Than, they were, again, the thing that blows my mind. Yeah, they got an F- minus for food and service and nutrition and yeah. an F for family treatment, which doesn't surprise well, yeah, me after I mean, you told me the stories. Yeah, I mean, it, but it's real. If you really want to learn – how to get adjusted for life? Go to the Bengals first. <laughs> you know, then you really, the worst thing that happened to you is go to Cowboys. You right. think everybody does that, right? Or the 49ers. Or the Forty Niners. Yeah. I mean, it's Bikes like going to Vikings, yeah. Ohio State or Michigan. You don't know. Not everybody does that. Well, we had a lot of kids back in the day when we get these draft kids. Obviously, when we used to do a show from the park. Yeah, the Alabama kids in particular. We'd always ask them about like the facilities compared, and they just kind of snicker, <laughs> like they'd laugh and. Yeah, I mean, they knew that they had better facilities in college. They yeah. had harder practices in college. They had everything. But everything. they got the money up front here. Yeah. but They, they had... didn't have to hide the money. Right, right. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> At least they could walk around yeah. and drive the cars yeah, and true. know, yeah, they, they, it was their it's money. True. Right. They didn't have to hide it. But And uh, the Ohio State crew and the Michigan crew, my God. I mean, the, look at all you had to do is see Carpenter, see all the jewelry he had when he was a rookie. All right, where are we going next on the phones? Where do you want to go? Uh, let's go to Bonesy. 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 Hey, my main man, Scott Jackson and Rick Doc Walker. Shout out to my man, Eminem. Hey, you know, uh, this sounds like an operation issue with me, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like, you know, especially, you know, the way how it's, it's a part of all these other uh, uh, organizations as well. So, you know, this falls up under the person who was in charge of operations, you know what I mean? And uh, it's like they're not really, you know, doing their job, you know, or even uh, upper management not familiar with that type of stuff, you know what I mean? So uh, it's all about operations, you know, the, uh, the food facility, the field condition, the practice field condition, you know, the shadow flood, the water, you know what I mean? You know, whoever in charge of the operations, that's their job, man. And they got to get on top of that stuff, you know. And they don't, and obviously, they don't have nobody in charge of operations. Plain and simple. 
Hey, Doc, thanks for taking my call. You and Scott Jackson, be cool, man. Peace. See you, buddy. You got it both. We appreciate I, that. I think it's more of the check stroker, to be honest with you. you got to have the budget for those things. I'm sure there are plenty of people that said, hey, we got problems here. And they knew what they ha- they're working with or what they weren't working with. I don't know. I, I don't let the owner off the hook. All right, we got to take a timeout. We got All more. Right. We got more people want to get Yo, on the phones. Yeah, Let's hang on the line. We'll get to you on the other side. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. It is Burgundy and Gold today here on the Team Ninety streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.